This is Weekly Woman by Jubilance for PMS. Hi everyone, I'm Alice Cash. I'm the social media manager for Jubilance and this is Kiata Miller. Hi internet, what's up? (laughs) Kiata is from San Diego, is now living in New York City, um, brought to the East Coast for college as a volleyball champion and star. Uh, Well, that might be stretching it, but. (laughs) Has worked in event planning and we're so excited to have you on today. Thank you so much, I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) So I just wanna start with some like fun questions first. Okay, what is, what are your must haves in your purse? Oh my gosh, okay. Um, I'm really big on like lip health. So like I always have like a chapstick um, or like um, like a hydrating lipstick. Um, I weirdly always have a Sharpie. It oh. came really in handy the other day. I was at a bar with friends and uh, we were playing Truth or Dare Jenga and we got a block that didn't have a dare on it. Oh my gosh. So I, I got to scribble one in. Truth or dare, Jenga. It's Jenga, but you you write things on them. And then you pull it. The one that you pull then is either um, a a question or a dare. Oh my gosh, I want to play that. It's the best. That sounds so fun. Yeah, especially if you drink it. It's very great. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, cool. Um, What are you watching on TV right now? Okay, I know you already know the answer to this. My guilty pleasure, The Bachelor. The best show ever. The best. Oh my gosh. I like took a couple seasons off and I got reeled back in. Good. I mean, listen, How could you not with Hannah B? Did you watch her? Oh my God. But I love her. Yeah, she's pretty pretty cute. She's not my favorite in the first couple episodes of this season. I mean, I don't know. Personal opinion. Oh, I was so into her. I was like, (laughs) come back. We need you. That's fair. Um, But yeah, I got, I always watch Paradise. So I got reeled back in. I was like, okay, wait, I need to know what's going on for the next season. Perfect. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes. Um, and what is your favorite book for like a plane or a train? Ooh. Um, well, I've been not very good at reading lately. Um, You've been so busy. I've, I've been busy. <laughs> um, so I've been in the middle of the same book for a while now that I've been trying to, to finish. Um, and it's by my favorite psychologist. Um, her name is Esther Perel. She uh, is an expert in her field in sex, love, and relationships. Cool. Yeah, and so she writes these really interesting books that are all about um, kind of the way that society has shaped how we are in relationships and what's expected from a relationship uh, and how some of those things don't necessarily work for everybody. And it's just a bunch of really interesting perspectives and case studies uh, on different couples. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I'll have to pick that up. Yeah. I will give you the names. She has two yeah. of them. They're awesome. That's cool. We just started a book club, actually, with Jubilance. So, ah, very um, cool. It'll be really interesting to read. They're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Talk to me about growing up in San Diego. <laughs> Were you born there? I was born there. Okay. Yeah. I lived there until I was 17 and moved away for college. Um, it's weird. I mean, it's so different than growing up anywhere else. Yeah. No, there's no winter, which Thank just God. <laughs> Please biggest no number way. one thing. Um, but also just, I think there's a lot of different like expectations that you grew up with in San Diego. Like everyone is so much more relaxed and I feel people take their time more with their lives and like the steps they're going through in life. And I see that even with people I know now that still live there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just not as much of like a rush in comparison to New York where like you have to be busy all the time and yeah. you have to be like always getting promoted or taking that next step or like doing a thousand things at once like you can kind of just like 
focus on one thing at a time and like ride it out. Oh man, I miss that. It's <laughs> just home for Christmas. Oh wow. Um, and it's always just nice to like be able to breathe again, like you know, relax. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh. And like, what is your favorite part about San Diego when you go home? Um, I mean, where do you have to hit up? Okay. So number one is uh, Taco Surf in PD. Oh, tiny little taco place. place. Surfboards all on the ceiling. Best tacos in the city, huh. like hands down. That's cool. Yeah, most of my places, right. most of okay. my places revolve around food. It's very it's important. Very important. <laughs> um, there's also um, I don't know if you've been. There's this little pokey place uh, called Good Time Pokey, and it's attached to a tiki bar restaurant called. Uh, Oh, what it's is in it? like the grass TV. skirt. Yes, yeah, I have been there. It's great. It's and they have the table in the grass skirt that's literally like a tiki head. Yes. Yeah. My mom um, said we were going to a pokey bar, and I was like, what is happening? And it's kind of speakeasy. Yes. You have and to then like you, walk through the walk pokey through. Place, bridge. It was yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so always go there. Um, and then, you know, other than that, it's more about just trying to see people. Um, I still have a couple friends that live in LA that usually there's one or two that try to come down. Um, I play volleyball with my mom's friends, um, so that's always a good time. And uh, yeah, yeah. Can you talk about your volleyball life? You you played volleyball like <laughs> since you were little, and your dad coaches. And yeah, can you talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was definitely something I resisted for a really long time. Actually, both of my parents play. Um, oh, that's how they I met. Your mom did too. That's how they met. Is that a volleyball oh, really? tournament? Yeah. That's so sweet. So like at the end of the day, I didn't have a choice. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but I played a bunch of other sports growing up, and my parents never really wanted to push it on me. They wanted it to be something I chose for myself, and um, I started playing competitively when I was nine. And at that time, I mean, volleyball's been growing and evolving so much. Like, even then, it wasn't what it is now. And so I was nine playing on a 12s team. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, like, that was just weird in its own right. And, um, just like never stopped after that. And I always knew that I wanted to play in college. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, the way that it made the most sense for me to do was to go to the East Coast to do it. Because volleyball players have to constantly ask the question because there isn't really the same professional opportunities of like, okay, well, like, why am I going to play volleyball in college? Like, do I want to go just for the experience and like I don't mind being like a practice player and sitting on the bench? Or do I want to go somewhere where like I'm an asset and I can be on the court for games and like, really contribute in that way. Um, and for me, it was something where like, I wanted to be on the court. Like, practice players are super important as well and like do so much, but like I really wanted to be like in it. Um, and so for me to do that, I had to go to the East Coast. Um, so I did that, started at one school, transferred. Um, Towson. Yes, <laughs> went to the glorious city of Baltimore. Um, yes, and um, met the best people and had a great time, a great experience. And it's really hard being a student athlete. I think people are starting to realize that more and more, um, especially uh, there's been a lot in the news about how the NCAA, mostly for football and basketball, but have been trying to figure out a way to give players potentially compensation when they bring in so much money for the school. And so I think with that, there's been a lot more focus on how much time and actual energy goes into being a student athlete beyond just the regular student experience and what they are really bringing to the table. Wow. Yeah. Did you play for all four years in college? Or? I did. Wow. I There was one year That's where I was not a starter. Um, my 
junior year. Just one year. <laughs> <laughs> just just the one. Um, but yeah, I was I was on the team the whole time. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Um, can you talk about uh, what brought you to the city then? Like after volleyball, after Baltimore, and then you were like, I have to move to New York. <laughs> like, why? Yeah. So, I mean, in regards to the timing of it, it was very much like, a, I'm already over here, all my stuff's over here. I have a coat. Like, <laughs> might as well. Check. Right. Um, but so, my mom actually did the same thing. When she graduated college, she took a year and moved to New York. And she's from Kansas. Oh, wow. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Mm -hmm. huh. So she graduated and moved to New York. She was here for seven years. And so um, growing up, I heard stories about New York. She took me here a few times. And especially as somebody who is like a Broadway nerd, cannot <laughs> stop shopping to save her life. Um, this is kind of the place to be. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of said screw it and moved. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and what are your favorite places to go here in New York? Uh, I compare Kiana to <laughs> Hilary Duff on Younger. Like, always knows the hippest, coolest places. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, I mean, it's really just a matter of my inbox constantly being full of newsletters. Like, Incredible. nonstop. Like, everyone else, like, you know, instant delete, and I, like, really read through those. Um, I mean, obviously, like... Central Park is a big one, like, it's so hard to find outdoor space in New York where you can just kind of, like, get away from it all, but, like, the parks here are so important to me. Um, but that's an easy one. Um, where else? Um, I know you did a rooftop crawl over the summer. Uh, <laughs> did you make it to every rooftop in the city like Not you wanted? Not even close. I actually, it ended up being a lot less formal of a thing. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't quite get everyone involved as I wanted to, but um, I personally went to a few. Um, what's a good one? Um, I mean, Refinery Rooftop is a classic in Midtown. It's really great. Um, I'm a big fan of um, Cloud M on Bowery. Huh. Um, I forget what the name of the hotel is that it's on, but it's this gorgeous indoor-outdoor space. And um, they just have like very quirky decor, like really gorgeous lighting. Um, and like a sizable outdoor space and it's not as well known. It's a little bit like of a hidden thing, so it doesn't get quite as packed. Oh, okay. Which is obviously That's the best. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then my other favorite is one that I took you to last time, that which so is cool. Dear Irving on Hudson in mm -hmm. Midtown, um, close to Hudson Yards. Um, very like 60s, 70s mod. Okay. Um, yeah, it was really fun. Good drinks. It is, I think, beautiful. I could, view. I was gonna say, I could be wrong, but I, if I remember correctly, it is the tallest or highest up rooftop in Manhattan. Awesome. So they have I mean, just the great. best. Yeah, they just have the best view <laughs> all around. So we've got to stop and talk about our sponsor, Jubilance for PMS. It's a daily supplement that helps you be you. Jubilance is an over-the-counter nutritional supplement shown in clinical trials to relieve the emotional symptoms of PMS. That means less stress, anxiety, and more of getting back to your life. You deserve to be your best self all month long. And thanks to modern science, PMS is now optional. It's the first and only product for emotional PMS backed by real science with double-blind, placebo-controlled, peer-reviewed studies. And it works. I work for Jubilance because I'm here to help women, and this is the real deal. 
Jubilance isn't just a product, it's a global mission to make PMS mood swings a thing of the past. The Jubilance Sisterhood is a movement of thousands of strong women escaping the PMS struggle with science, sharing, and communal support. We're here for you each week with stories of amazing women, your weekly playlist on Spotify, and for you to dish and cry about periods on our Facebook group. So why not give Jubilance a try? Go to www.jubilance.com to learn more. Okay, and you've lived in like so many different places in Manhattan. <laughs> Tell us your favorite spots. Um, like what's your favorite neighborhood? Ooh, um, all right, so I have two. Okay. So, my favorite that I have not lived in yet yeah. is the West Village. Oh, it's so nice. Can <laughs> we ever afford it? It's no. the dream. It's the pipe dream that we're always <laughs> climbing towards. Um, there's just a lot going on. Um, it's close to Chelsea where you can, you know, do a bunch of art galleries. Um, you know, I really like, like, Riverfront on the west side. Um, so that whole area, and also like anywhere that there's yeah. cobblestone, like it's annoying, but oh, it's so cute. It's so pretty. It's so pretty. <laughs> uh, so I love that. And then my favorite place that I have lived is the East Village. Hmm. Um, I live on the Upper East Side now, and so just like the stark difference between the two. Um, you know, the East Village, it's younger. There's stuff going on. There's music venues. There's restaurants. Um, there is endless street art, which is like one of my favorite things in the world. Um, awesome. it's just a lot more vibrant and like the Upper East Side is great and I love where I live. Um, but definitely like East Village, Lower East Side area is, it's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> I spent a lot of time there. <laughs> I was on the Upper East Side yesterday and I was just struck by how clean it was. It's wild. Like I, like yeah. here I'm on the Upper West Side and mm -hmm. it's clean. Right. It's clean. But the Upper East Side, I was there's like, something about. What you know, is I think this it's something place? about there's there's all the museums in a row. Yeah, there's no That's film on the street. <laughs> there's like just people who are like, hello there, how are you? Lots of dogs. Yeah, which like so immediately many little children. Upgrades any neighbor like, for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I'm gonna run over all these kids. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so nice though. It is. Yeah. yeah. So, and I'm so close to the park again. Too, yeah, which is the best part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back to the west side. <laughs> you know what? Never say never. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. And you've also worked in event planning. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that? And what's your favorite part of about that experience? Or what's your favorite event that you've worked on? Yeah. Um. So I kind of fell into it. I had done a couple of internships, and I moved to New York. Didn't have a job, um, and got really lucky that you know, friend of a friend's company was just acquired by the company. It was a whole thing. Anyways, I got introduced and I got really lucky and um, this amazing guy who was the director of sales at the company took me under his wing and really like showed me every aspect. I knew nothing. I was truly going in blind. Um, and I mean, there's a couple of things that I, I love about it most. One is it is very, uh, it, Client-facing, um, you're working with people all the time, trying to figure out, you know, if they're saying what they mean and if not, what they actually mean. Um, whether that's about decor or budgets or whatever, and just kind of like really having that constant interaction. Um, and the other thing that's really great is just like having an idea and a concept and getting to see that happen. Um, I worked in creative, so I wasn't the one operating. I wasn't on site at events usually. Mm -hmm. um, but 
you know, still even just seeing the pictures or a video from it and getting to see like something that started out as like this little seed of like, well, how do you feel about this? Mm. And like something that was like yours and your idea and not only having it accepted and approved and them wanting to do it, um, but seeing it come to life is always oh. really, really cool. That is cool. Yeah. It's such an artistic vision that you can get behind and create. Exactly. And then seeing people just being there and enjoying it as well. Yeah. You know, like, who doesn't like love a party? Come on. You oh, know? That sounds great. <laughs> like the perfect job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, so a lot of what we talk about on this podcast too is like women's issues and women's bodies. And mm -hmm. so, um, I was curious for you right now at the second, it's forever changing, but <laughs> what is your definition for womanhood? For womanhood? Oh, um, it's such a broad question. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> well, you want to yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting because we're like at an interesting period in history where just the idea of who identifies as a woman just in and of itself has expanded and um, the acceptance of that. And so I think, you know, in, in regards to defining womanhood, it's just kind of like, I'm going to quote my favorite here, Lizzo. And if you feel like a girl, then you're real like a girl. Like that's like, that's it um, to me. Like I, you know, nobody is inside each other's heads. Nobody knows exactly what the other one is going through. And the female experience is so broad and diverse um, that I think it's really just about as women accepting each other and being there for each other. And especially like as white women, like we have so many privileges that women of color, trans women don't have still. Mm -hmm. um, and I think a huge part of our responsibility is just acknowledging that and taking that and doing things with it to, you know, bring these other women up and so that we're all on a level playing field. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then a kind of a follow-up question is mm -hmm. if you met a woman on the street and you just had like one piece of advice, what would it be? Oh man. Um, I mean, honestly, just it's it's so so hard to do and it's taken me so long to figure out myself but just like love yourself like don't don't care one. about what anybody else says and i like really struggled with it like even just like with little things like i love to like change my appearance all the time like i have tattoos i have piercings but like those are the things that make me feel like me and like not caring if somebody thinks that that you know puts me in this box when in reality there are no boxes. Mm. That's that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Kiana. Um, of course. Do you have anything else you want to add to our listeners? No. Viewers? Not at all. Um, yeah, just, you know, enjoy life. I don't know. That's great. Yeah. Thank you so much for being oh on gosh, today. Of course. This was so much fun. Yay. Thank you. Of course.